0: And welcome to Down the Alley. This is PMAC. And Ted T.S. Sparides. And JP.
1: And Katie, the Mrs. PMAC.
0: And May 16th already, middle of May. I feel like April wasn't really a real month, but now we got two weeks of game games left, I think, and we're going to be in sections before you know it.
2: Yeah, it's wild how quickly this year seemed to fly by, I think. We were talking about it earlier today. It might probably be due to the crappy weather we had all of April, and now all of a sudden we've got 70, 80s and sunny. Um, not complaining about it, but definitely made the season feel a lot shorter than it was. Um, yeah, it's wild that we're two weeks away from playoffs, two weeks away from winter go home. Um, things are really ramping up right now. It's an exciting time in Minnesota lacrosse.
0: Ted, coming off grit week, how, uh, how are you feeling?
3: Yeah, good. I mean, um, it was a, yeah, it was a tough week as far as, you know, playing some top teams and it was a three game week, which is always hard, uh, especially when two of your, the two practice days in between your games get like hailstorm thunderstormed out. Um, so you kind of have to make adjustments, but, um, yeah, no, it's um, it, it's nice to be outside in a polo um, and coaching and in, in polo and shorts versus a winter parka. Um, and, and it's always, you know, being in the South Suburban conference, it's always fun uh, having great matchups every pretty much every night you got to come to play. So um, that's I don't know that's what I love as a coach. I think the boys like it, too. And girls in the South Suburban as well. um, You know, so, yeah, good, a good week overall and uh, excited to you know, kind of get to the end of the regular season here. And then it, then it matters on the
0: girls side of things. uh, This topic. I know Katie may or may not jump in on this one. Um, This might just be a trigger where she's not going to be able to not jump in on this one. Uh, We will see. Um, You know, we usually get Ted rants 10 Katie being related. This could be a, this could be a good Katie rant potential. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, this actually started to spur up. Um, I, this happened a few days ago. This has been on my radar to bring up uh, for this episode. Actually, spurred up this afternoon uh, in the Discord. I feel like there's some chatter starting to spur, and I said, "Don't worry, we're going to talk about it." Um, and it's about an announcer uh, saying some things um, in the Discord first name is definitely the, the announcer's name is definitely Phil, uh, according to discord last name, McCracken. So I, that's what we're going to go with. Phil McCracken, uh, God bless the discord. God bless the discord. So, uh, according to the discord, according I don't even to, think he
1: knows what he just said,
0: according to, uh, our sources, um, real sources in the discord, we got Phil McCracken, uh, Made yeah. a made a little bit of a mistake, um, to say it lightly, I guess, um, during a girls lacrosse game. Now, should we should we play the clip, um, just so everybody kind of is on the same page? I don't know if this is on JP or Ted's radar at all.
2: Um, I haven't heard it. I would, I have I would no like idea. to hear it. it sounds about. like okay. you got some juicy information, so maybe something.
0: I'll just kinda
1: hard to hear.
0: I I well we'll see. I'll just kind of put the clip up to the mic, and we'll see how how it how it plays. How it listens is that a is that a good plan? Yeah. Yeah, like I said before, the girls' lacrosse is a sport that you don't have to play year after year, year round like the boys' game because the skill set is a tish different because of the stick skills needed at the boys' level, and that's why I think you get multiple sport athletes playing this game having fun. Doing something different.
2: Feed one in there. Sorry, Phil. And that that one's a good feel for both teams. Yeah. Like I said before, girls' lacrosse is a sport that you don't have to play year after year,
0: year round, like the boys' game, because the skill set is a tish different because of the stick skills needed at the boys' level. And that's why I think you get multiple sport athletes playing this game, having fun.
1: Doing something different.
0: Feed one in there. Sorry, Phil. And feel for both So, Katie, that's the whole clip, right? That's been going around. That's the correct clip. Okay. So EMAC, turn your mic down, turning my mic
3: down. It, it looked like, it sounded like you got, you like, maybe had turned it up for that clip. Maybe you didn't. Maybe I, I didn't mean cool. to, if I did, or maybe I, like my head, like that. It was
0: really loud when you came back and <laughs> so I, 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 maybe I just came in hot. Maybe I was excited. Maybe it was yeah, a little, you good. You're yeah, there we go. Sorry. Um, so I'll, <laughs> I'll bring it back down. You know, I'll try not to, I'll let Katie get fired up. I'll try not to come in too fired up. Um, Katie any any thoughts
1: I mean it, yeah I I told you though I don't know if I like
0: You don't have to I have a
1: hard time ranting in a public setting as maybe a little bit more than you do but um my react I mean my heart is like pounding right now like hearing it again I found out about it at practice on Friday um and my reaction then was a lot more candid Um, but I think I'd rather hear everyone else's reactions before I'll say mine.
0: I'll go first. Um, because, you know, I've been kind of sitting on this. I've been thinking about some things. Um, you know, I don't know who this film, a Kraken guy is. Um, I don't know what his background is. I don't know if, if he has a lot of experience in sports or athletics in general, Um, Maybe he was born yesterday. I don't know. Um, He clearly, I hope he doesn't have a daughter. He clearly doesn't know anything about girls lacrosse because if he did, the girls have way better six skills than the boys. They play with out of pocket and they do things passing and catching consistently that the boys aren't able to do so I'm not not really sure again maybe Phil McCracken was born yesterday I don't know Um, on top of just the disrespect and uh, sexism and everything that uh, that came out in that clip again I really really tough look for Phil
2: yeah I mean we've talked about doing like an off-season training thing for 36 where we make the guys play girls lacrosse or at least like play with girls sticks because of guys, girls, lax, guys, girls, lax, shout out Colts. But for that exact opposite reason of the sticks are so much harder to use. The game is so much more technical and finesse based. Like you have to be good at cutting. You have to be good at feeding. You have to be good at cradling. Like all the things that he tried to make the point of are completely wrong and like the girls game is you have like it's just it's looking at the sticks that's all you need to know how much better you need to be with your hands and how much more aware of the ball and your stick you need to be like guys I, I'm not saying I know anybody playing with an illegal stick but like for the most part the ball is there if you know how to barely cradle and you can just trust that if you throw it'll go where you want it to like there's so much more going on in a girls st- or less going on really that you have to be aware of in order to be a a competent player on the field. Like that's just, I'm assuming, like you said, he has no idea what he's really talking about. And he thought he was bringing up a point that was going to hit, but it just was the biggest swing and a miss he could have had. Um, I mean, obviously it's, it's a bad take and it's, it's a disrespectful take. I'd like to think he didn't mean it that way. Maybe give him the benefit of the doubt on that, but we can't also ignore the fact that like, it's wrong. And it's incredibly disrespectful to all of the girls that put in year long work to be the athletes that they are and the competent lacrosse skilled players that they are um, because it doesn't just happen. It's not easy. We've all picked up girls girl stick before. It's not easy to use.
0: And that's how you ended your take there is I think the critical point. Boys don't put any more time, more or less time than girls. Like girls are coming to training. Girls are playing on club teams. They're um, uh, sure. They're playing multi-sport, you know, multiple sports. A lot of them are. So are the boys. So, um, again, I just, I, I don't know. I, I, the girls are putting in just as much time and to be able to do what they do with those sticks takes a, a hell of a lot more skill than the boys. So I'll, I'll go to Ted, but again, JP, I like the end of your point. The girls just put in as much effort, time, off-season training, et cetera, as the boys?
3: Uh, Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, I share the same sentiment as both of you. Um, I would actually argue, I think, girls put in more time and effort with stick work specifically than boys do. I feel like they, at least from what I see, like with Katie running a practice, she's putting in more, they do more stick work then I think boys actually do. And I know when at least the boys that I've coached over the last 10 years, um, if if it's a stick work drill, it automatically is like, no, nope, we don't care. And I don't think the girls have that mentality. I think they take pride in their stick work. So to like, but it, yeah. So at face value, extremely like odd comment. Like, I don't like, I guess I don't really know like where he was going with that. I guess my only defense to this person because I don't know him personally. And JP kind of like touched on it. Like maybe the, it wasn't meant to be disrespectful is like in the booth because I've done it. It like you're filling dead airtime and you're saying things as you're saying them. And could it have been an honest mistake? Maybe. Um, but then part of me is kind of like, like, where were you trying to go with that point? You know what I mean? So I'm trying to find a balance here of being like, this guy's a terrible person because we don't know him. And like, he's covering a girls lacrosse game. So like, you know, like, obviously there's some, I don't know if, if he gets paid, like if that's his full-time job or whatever, but probably not. Um, so yeah, that's my take is like, maybe there wasn't, it wasn't meant to be, disrespectful but obviously it was but i do wonder kind of like where was that like where where was the end goal in mind kind of while he was trying to maybe fill some dead air space a little bit um so that that would be my thing i i don't i don't know you know how much more we need you know i obviously katie will will you know have the last word here but um yeah it it just it is more like like a weird take like just like a um like, I don't even know, like, where that whole thing even came to mind in the middle of a game to even go, like, that route, I guess, is where, I, where I'm coming
1: from. Katie. So the first issue I have is, okay, so clearly he doesn't know lacrosse. Fine. Someone in the discord was like, Oh, he did a couple of their hockey games. Like, okay, maybe he's never seen a lacrosse game before. And like Ted's point of like, he's trying to fill dead air. So let's say he was unimpressed by the stick work of Minnetonka and whoever they were playing. I don't even know who they were playing, but let's say he's like, you know, seeing a lacrosse game for the first time and is sort of shocked by how not good. their are sticks, stick workers. Let's just think that he's like, these, these teams suck. Still not appropriate to say that still not an appropriate comment to make on air about like, wow, like we've all been in those games where one team is worse, significantly worse than another team. And it's apparent to everybody in the stands, but when you're on air, that's not something I like Ted said, like, it's not even the route you go. You need to find The things like, you know, the positives of the situation of like, wow, you know, they're they're really working hard. They're really hustling. They're really like doing great. And boy or girl sport, you would never say that about a team who's clearly not as skilled as another or as like as a whole if you're at like a little kid soccer game, you would never, boys or girls or co-ed, you wouldn't be like, wow, these kids sure can't pass and catch very well. These kids sure aren't paying attention. You would never say that. So right away, he's just completely discounting any knowledge he even has because like you would never say that out loud because it's a parent. So like I, that has nothing to do with like boys or girls playing or a team being better or worse Than what you think or from each other. Like, I just think that's such bad taste and like to be on air. And so clearly he's done something before, clearly, because someone said he's done hockey games. I don't even care if this is your first lacrosse game, kind of like be a little bit more professional about the comments you're making. The big issue I have is the fact that the blanket statement of that. All girls lacrosse players don't put much as much work. He's implying that girl lacrosse players don't put in as much work as the boys. Therefore, they are inferior. And let us bring in the whole issue with sex in our entire country is women being inferior to males And he is completely implying that because of the stick work that he witnessed, which he clearly knows nothing about, they don't work hard in the off season as the boys do. So now he's making a blanket statement that all boys work hard. And we all know that's a complete lie because I guarantee that I had just as much girls at training, if not more on a consistent basis than you guys did day for day and i'm pretty sure with a better attitude i would guarantee to say also so now he's saying that one they don't work as hard in the off season two he basically implied that they don't do anything in the off season and he also is completely cutting our feet out from under us completely taking us not seriously seriously at all saying that like, this is just like a fun extracurricular little thing that girls do because they are, they play other sports. So like in a sentence, he completely judged every female athlete in Minnesota saying that if you play another sport, it's better than lacrosse. And if you play lacrosse, you're not as good as all the other sports and you're not taking it seriously because you're not good. Oh, and you're not as good as boys lacrosse players too. So not only did he discount lacrosse comparing it to other female sports in the MSHSL, he also then completely discounted female athletics in MSHSL. And I will remind you that in 2005, five, girls became a varsity sport I was a part of it before the boys did so like clearly the MSHSL 20 years ago or whenever how many years ago is that I can't do that math in my head Like
0: 17, approximately
1: 17 years ago, I thought that the girls were serious enough about it and worked hard enough in the off season about it, you know, in between, I guess all of their other sports that they take seriously to sanction it as a varsity sport. And it's bullshit because how can me and at least six other coaches who I've talked to in the last 72 hours run clubs and make a living running clubs if girls don't play in the off season and don't take it as seriously as their other sports. Cause that would be a really interesting question I would like to know. So all the work that we're doing in the summer for the last seven years of my life, when 1336 started one, isn't serious. Two isn't as hard and three completely doesn't exist to him. And if we are not at the caliber of play that he thought we should be at then he has, I mean, he's already discredited himself to any person in the entire lacrosse community. And if men aren't in the lacrosse community in Minnesota, aren't standing up for this, that's also bullshit because we know how hard it is to be taken seriously as a sport in general club teams, practicing at midnight in their domes, all that shit. Like we're gonna have to put the explicit on this. Sorry. But like, we know how hard it is being colleagues in this environment, how hard it is for our sport to be taken seriously. So like male, female aside, hardworking or not has nothing to do with their sex or their gender or their whatever they want to identify with. It has everything to do with the individual athlete and their work ethic and girl, boy, whatever there's a small subset who do work really hard small subset who don't small subset who maybe just yeah play for fun and isn't that great isn't that great that girls can come out and try something new and not feel pressured to be like I'm not good enough to go but instead they're like I feel confident boys too I feel confident that I'm gonna go try lacrosse it looks really fun I'm really bored with this, that, and the other thing, or I don't play a spring sport because I've been so involved with year round hockey because my parents are drilling it into my head that I have to be a pro hockey player. I'm just going to go play lacrosse for fun. And I love it. Is that the worst thing? Like, is it the worst thing that they're maybe not as serious as he wishes they are, or girls aren't as serious as year round as he wants them to be? Instead, like, wow, what a really cool thing that girls feel confident, especially at a place like Pryor Lake, where they are walking into a state, a two-time state champion team that has not only year-round stuff for their high school, but a lot of these girls play on their club team and doing lessons and doing speed and agility and doing their Laker strength training outside of it. And girls are still coming out saying, I want to be a part of that. And that's the issue is that boys or girls, I don't care. I don't care if you're a boy. I don't care if you're a girl. I don't really care what you are. If you want to come out and play lacrosse, the lacrosse community needs to stand up and say like, yeah, you can, and you can take it seriously and you can play 365 days a year, or you don't have to. The expectation on these kids now that specifically these girls he was talking about, and quite frankly, offending every other female involved in lacrosse in the state of Minnesota because I think it's hard not to be offended by that because we're constantly being compared. The girls game is constantly being compared to the boys game. Again, as inferior, that it's like, what the heck, man? First of all, let them do whatever they want to do. You know nothing. And yeah, also, it- like, they do have better stick skills. And a lot of boys will tell you that, too.
3: Yeah. And what's funny, to this whole thing is, like, Minnetonka and Eden Purry is, is not, like, a bad skilled game. At like, all. It, that's, like two really good teams that not only have had success as programs, but two teams that have had people that have been like stewards of the game yeah. of the women's in, or girls game in Minnesota for 25 years have come from Minnetonka and Eden Prairie. Um, yep. it, so it just, it, yeah, it, it like it just really doesn't add up at all um you know obviously i like i think we all agree that it just it was kind of an egregious no it was an egregious take but it like just it none of it even makes sense like how that even like got there like uh, anyway like yeah no i i agree katie um i think we all agree it's like
1: bad even like so typical again it comes from a male that it's like let's go back 50 years yet again that women and the things they do aren't as good as men and it's like we are so sick of it and as males if you're not sick of that story like let's find a new one because it's like how many times are we gonna have to prove ourselves and why is it that the girls across game is always being compared to the boys like oh put helmets on them and let them let them play tougher Oh, why don't you take the helmets off the boys and give them a girl stick play the girls game. Why does the boys game have to be the standard? Why do the boys stick kills have to be the standard?
3: Yeah. I've never understood that either. Why like the two games had to be compared. Um, I don't, maybe, maybe it's because hockey and basketball, it's essentially the same game and women's lacrosse and men's lacrosse are, 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 are different. The rules are slightly different. There are some different things. And so like humans compare and contrast by, by nature out of I guess ignorance, I guess would be the, the word of like, I don't really understand it. So I'm going to try to compare and contrast to what I know, but I I do agree. And it's funny. I think if you ask any like knowledgeable lacrosse person, like, Hey, who are the five best lacrosse players in the world right now? It'd probably be a couple men and a couple women, like straight up, like not even like, Oh, here are the best five, best men, five, best women. Like I think Jamie Ortega and, and Charlotte North would be in the conversation of best lacrosse player. like not even putting a gender, you know, for sure. so yeah, no, I think it, um, you know, ho- hopefully there's some clarification or an yeah. apology or, or, you know, at least something comes out. It obviously, it sounds like you heard about this from somebody from somebody for like, it, yes. it's yep. worded. Yeah.
1: Yep. Um, and I agree with your point like, that like, it's hard to be on air and I'm, I'm guaranteeing he's not an asshole. I, I I'm actually not guaranteeing that cause he very well could be, but like, stepped on his words but I will say and I can just be done with it like I said it has nothing to do with a boy and a girl it has everything to do with the internal attitude of an athlete and their their god-given work ethic or their extrinsic motivation to become a better player and like on the record If you have ever been coached by me, if you've ever been like seen or talked to by me, if you've ever played against a team that I'm coaching high school or otherwise, like if you're listening to this, you work hard, boys and girls, you work hard enough. You are dedicated. Your stick sales are good. You don't have to be as good as the boys and the boys don't have to be as good as the girls you can just be good enough. You can just play B team. That's okay. But if you want to just like work out in your backyard and you want a crank shooter and you want a rebounder for Christmas, because you want to go play division one, you can do that too. And you're credible. And these girls play in this game. I don't care if, if a boys team or a girls game. you guys are listening to this and you haven't won a game. Like you're credible. And I want everyone to know that, that it's like it's so sad that this, this, if he's a parent, I don't know, this announcer, like has just completely soured something when we were making so much progress of like, yes, they have a stream. And then he had to go say that, yes, girls games are being played. Uh, Boys games are, we have hundreds of games a week. Maybe not hundreds, but like, you know what I mean? And we're talking about it and it's hard to keep up because there's, So many lacrosse games being played in Minnesota and it's finally sunny out. And he had to go and say some shitty comment like this and completely swipe the legs out from under these kids who are blood, sweat, and tears going into week after week of practice, the thunder, lightning, snow, wind. And now it's like, for what?
0: Lots of wind.
1: Yeah. A lot of wind.
0: Don't. So I agree with everything, but one thing that you just said, don't let some nobody. Nobody knows Phil McCracken. so
1: he clearly doesn't know anything. So,
0: like, don't let Phil stop or diminish or pause any progress that girls lacrosse has made, boys lacrosse has made, Minnesota lacrosse Lacrosse, in general has made. Like, continue the streams.
3: Yeah, no, I was just going to say that. Continue
0: growing the game. Continue getting more sticks and more players' hands. Even the multi-sport athletes, yeah. okay, we like them too. They
1: can play lacrosse they, too. They
0: can continue to join our game. And,
1: and if you think it's just a fun little activity, yeah. you can still play.
0: So don't let this guy's comments diminish, stop, or pause the progress. He knows nothing. Yeah. I, lo- I mean,
3: I love the fact that 75% of the games, maybe 50% of the games are streamed. Like yeah, we know we have uh, like we have to you know rip on NFHS network and for their robo cams and stuff. But I mean, I, even a year ago, there was twenty five percent of the games getting streamed, and if before that, maybe, that maybe, it, yeah. and before that, it was probably a negative percentage. Like it, so, with streams comes the need for uneducated, or you know, for for sorry for people to announce the streams that might not be as up to speed on things um then they make
1: yeah and who knows they might have been like hey someone dropped out can you do it and he was like yeah "Yeah." yeah.
3: and so I guess you know just like anything um you know maybe that's a double-edged sword a little bit um yeah you know hopefully hopefully this yeah hopefully something comes out of it that's positive but I agree with you PMAC like um it, we're so much farther along. I mean, than when, you know, when I was playing in high school, when, when you guys were playing in high school and, and like even over 10 years, those 10 year chunks, it's like completely like 10 X, 20 x, a hundred X better. Um, and, you know, I think I texted you or, or I sent it in the discord of just the parody this year of high school lacrosse in general of at any given night, anybody can give anybody a game on the girl side and the boy side, you know, like nobody's invincible. Yeah. There might be a few undefeated teams left that maybe aren't playing a schedule that are, are up to par or like they, maybe they've had their one tough game that they won and, and they've been beaten up on teams, but it's, it's a small number of teams that are still undefeated and, you know, like at, at any given night. And I think that's awesome to see that like, it's not just like, two teams saying like, all right, we'll see them in the championship. Like maybe two weeks ago, I thought that on the boys side, I don't think that anymore. I like honestly, like everybody is, is, is open to playing crappy one game and having a team come in and play well and get beat. There's enough pieces on every team. Now
0: who's going to make the state tournament. And I know that's two weeks away before we start having that conversation when sections start, but JP and I were talking about a section specifically today. I don't know who's gonna come out of that section, you know. So I, I, and and it, yeah. So it, the parody's awesome. Keep the progress moving forward, and this
2: Phil guy, Phil McRacken, take, take a lap at the very least. Yeah, yeah. Take, a to... take a lap. Take a great rant. That was a great rant, Katie. Very yeah. well
1: said. All like, time. I mean, could women have a tougher week? Like it's like, man, like. Just we're not athletic. We can't do anything. We we can't, we shouldn't work. We should just stop working. And we should just, with all this progress we're not making, we should just go back to the way it was. I mean, I don't want that, but it's like, man, like catch a break. Like I said, like as men, don't you think you guys are just tired of that story too? I think there's a lot of men that are like, aren't we over that? Aren't we over the fact that we all think women are inferior to men? Cause like, I'm pretty sure you three don't think that because i'm pretty well, sure you we'll you carry
0: you carry our household so i clearly pretty don't sure think it's, that, so. that's
1: the case in most households i'm pretty sure
0: yeah moving <laughs> on katie thank you for the rant that was um, better than a syracuse rant
1: sorry that, if i flagged this podcast and we get like because i swore but yeah, like i think we'll break records because, I was like, necessary and I like don't phil know. if phil hears this I would love a video conference that I can record with his public apology, because I'm pretty sure you have every girls high school coach in the state of Minnesota, like so mad at you right now that it's imagine
0: like- his rebuttal, like, on down the alley, what kind I would of love viewage, to see it. I would What love kind of you would get? we and would, would love to tell could come him. My down schedule. the alley would go. We'd be going viral with a I would love it. I would love it. End. I would love
1: to not only just like Rebuttal. say WTF, but also to maybe educate him a little bit better in like a nice way, and like say like you know what? I run a club, and I have, and the girls put in the work. So the fact that you thought they didn't is a terrible way of thinking. So and this is an
0: official it. invite. Official
1: invite.
0: Official invite. Whoever knows
2: Phil,
1: I I don't know Phil.
2: Yep. Send him on. He won't, but it's silver lining. lining.
1: Everybody's invited to the table. Everyone's invited.
2: Silver lining. Get ready for some fired up, motivated girls teams this week because yeah, I mean, that's gonna get them going, and we're gonna see some great games this week. Yep, we are so I think this is perfect timing. I think this is perfect timing.
0: Let's jump to the girls. What are, I know you have some sources notes. You might have some thoughts of your own. What was going down last week?
1: Well, speaking of undefeated teams, there's only one left. Southwest Christian and Prior Lake loss. So Robinsdale Armstrong is the only undefeated team. Are they a wagon?
3: They're sneaky good this year. Are they a wagon? I think so. I'm think, moving
1: up in the rankings, and I think they might be in an in an official ranking that baby. I saw. I saw spoilers about that's not a down the alley official ranking. But, but are
0: they a wagon?
3: Show. But you said on last podcast, I'm paraphrasing. I don't have the direct quote, but you said if Armstrong gets through this week undefeated, they are a wagon, and we have to get their coaches on.
1: Okay, I'm I think we do sure. that. I'm hey, I, I I, not only are they sneaky good. Like undefeated, they're kind of a sneaky little town. Like nobody really, I mean, it's in Plymouth, but nobody really knows where. Like, because Austin was like, "It's Robbinsdale," but like, I thought
2: it was Armstrong.
1: No, it's not Armstrong. (laughs) But like, yeah, it's right. It's in Robbinsdale, but it's like, it's like calling Irondale when you call Irondale a city. Like, where is Irondale? Nobody knows.
3: So Robbinsdale is in Robbinsdale. Armstrong is the quote unquote Sister sister school. Well, the, the other school to Robbinsdale, Cooper,
1: Cooper, right, right, right. Oh, uh, and I think there was an old Robbinsdale high school and I'm pretty sure they were the Robbinsdale. Oh so,
3: so yes. There there's two high schools up there. It's not just Robbinsdale kids. You're right. There's Plymouth, uh, Fridley kind of all that kind of stuff. Anyway, uh, the they are a wagon. They've earned it. Um, the last undefeated team.
0: Yeah. Uh, so welcome Armstrong to yep. being officially down the alley wagon. I'm, I am now certifiably. I am all in on this program and I believe we're sitting in their DMS to hopefully get an interview. Yeah. If you okay. run
2: the art Robinsdale Armstrong Instagram, check your DMS. Um, we would still love to have you on for an interview. Um, you are supposed DM to be back. on right now, but that's You're supposed okay. to be on right now, you. but we'll make it happen. It's all right. You're a wagon.
1: Do we want to do recap or do we want to look forward?
0: Recap girls.
1: Um, Monday, Southwest Christian lost to Hutchinson. So Did anybody
0: that. see that coming?
1: No, because, uh, wait, let me check a roster. They have a very dominant player, and I thought she graduated, but she could be a senior. Um,
2: Did she take a fifth year?
1: I don't, I don't know. <laughs> a COVID year? COVID I year. don't see yeah. her name um on the roster, so had she still been playing? I mean, very dominant. God, I could not think of where she went. Her last name's like Seifert, Lex, Lexi Seifert. I'm probably saying that wrong. Um, but she was very dominant four or five years for Hutchinson and had, but I'm, I was pretty certain she graduated and it looks like she did, unless I'm like missing her name. Um, scored tons and tons of goals for them. So I would, that would have been maybe something I would have considered, but she gone. So good for them. Good for them. But 11 to four, like Southwest Christian, maybe they had a bad night. It's it sounds like it's been happening. Yeah. Um. So they were they lost their undefeated title.
0: Well, they've got this Hutchinson. They've got this gal, Ellie Peterson, 31 goals.
1: Okay, so going so to she's, Michigan? she's what? I think
0: she's going to Michigan.
3: Oh, like, cool. like I'll try blue.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like D1,
3: Michigan.
1: Wow. Not like Always
3: going to, not like going to the weekend. She's yeah. going to the University of Michigan. I think. I think I saw that somewhere. I could be right. I'll try to find it. What's the name
1: of oh, her?
0: Ellie Peterson, 31 goals. She loves to score. And it looks like against Southwest Christian, she had six double hat trick.
1: Great.
0: Um, yeah. Next
1: game, BSM beat YZ. So that was kind of a big game because that was starting to differentiate our top 10. Why is
0: that? It was starting to heat up, right? Yep. Yep.
1: yep. yep. Um, and that was kind of one of our, one of our ones we pinned for like the differentiating.
0: Yeah. BSM um, smoked them.
1: Yeah. And then Robinson Armstrong beat Maple Grove. but I think that was the one we were like waiting to hear again, another one we were kind of waiting to hear about.
0: Were those just, just- to the, were those the three games? Sorry, that on the girls' side.
1: Um, yeah. For last there week was another note for Centennial Champlain Park, but um, the close game, fourteen to eleven. Are,
0: are we going to talk about PL versus South?
1: That was just Monday.
0: Oh well, I, I was talking about the whole week. Girls, oh, okay, girls, because we are um, on we're on the girls' okay, train right going. now. So I want to keep her going. Like,
1: so then Tuesday, I'll go to Minnetonka Edina. Edina 1, 16 to three. Um, so that was probably the, the notable game on okay. um, on Tuesday. There was none, <laughs> no good games, the source wrote on Wednesday, 5'11. Thursday, 512 was a big night. Um, prior yeah. Lake lost to Lakeville South 7-5. No longer undefeated. And it has a note to say Katie to talk about the game. Other than the fact that I saved the tent from Going all the way over to the north side of Lakeville, um, that was probably a mo- no notable moment in the game was when an 80 mile an hour wind gust came.
0: I was also in the stands for this one. Um, very interesting game, very good game. Um, back and forth, it was a yep. game of momentum swings, yes. Um, I and think
1: shots that like no mistakes, like if you made a mistake, the other team was capitalizing on it and scoring it was like. One, one, two, one, two, two. And and we knew it was going to be like that. And I agree. The momentum, every little bit, you had to keep your head screwed on. The littlest things made the momentum change to the other direction.
0: If you were live betting this game, though, you would have lost a ton of money because early in this game, it was bing, bang, boom. Defense didn't show up. Goalies were getting let out to dry. Goals were going in left and right like two, like two for South, two for Lakers, two for South, two for Lakers. And then all of a sudden it was like lockdown city final mm-hmm. of seven, five. I would have taken the over at 25. So, um, it was, it, it yeah. was, it was a game of momentum swings. Yep. And it was also a game of like shifts in like style of play.
1: Yep. Uh, very different teams. Um, I don't want to give too much away. Um, I think that's not it. It was, it was a close game. It was tough. It was close. We knew it was going to be, um, you know, and it was a tough loss.
2: All right.
3: Um, I want to, I want to interject quick apologies. Go um, not going to Michigan. I don't know where Ellie Peterson is going or doing after high school. Okay. Um, Claire Nelson is who I was thinking of going to Michigan. She's from Andover. Oh, sure. Um, and and then I think the person that I was thinking of is Ellie Morrison. Yes. Dartmouth. Going to Dartmouth. So. For hockey. Um, yeah. I think I kind of mixed up about 10 different things. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, and, you know, hopefully Michigan calls Ellie
0: Peterson and.
3: Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, if, if Michigan hasn't called Ellie Peterson, you might want to, like, check the game film because she's filling the back of the net. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like it.
1: Um, Back to Thursday. Thanks for that note. EP also played Minnetonka, and EP won 14 to 13.
0: And so also, like the stick skills in that game
2: yeah. were horrendous.
1: Yeah. And that note is on here, so...
2: A miracle yeah. the ball found the back of the net 27 it's, times.
1: Yeah, it really is. That it's a it's amazing. Uh when they have two D two D one commits on that on the field at that time. Josie yeah. Lilliquist and Ava Rajala. Um so two D one commits on that field. Yeah, yeah, their six kills aren't as good as the boys.
0: Where has Tonka been in terms of rankings? Um, they were on there, I think. Have they been in the mix? They're they sp- were in the beginning
1: of the season and then they weren't.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, the note here too is game was on YouTube and has been since pulled down. So maybe the school was like, "Yeah, we got it. We can't stand for that." Moving on to Chan Rosemount. Chan beat Rosemount fourteen to ten. A good win. Um lot of goals. Again, I, we're getting a lot of the sources putting out a lot of commitments here. I think kind of making a point that their stick skills are good enough. Hodgins twins, obviously going to be you Bella to is going to Northern Michigan. Allie Welder team 36. are going to Southern Connecticut. D2. Pretty sure
3: I have a question.
1: Yeah. Goalie saves. Um,
3: Rosemount pretty good defense, right? Pretty good team. A pretty or, good
1: team yeah are,
3: is there de- are they defensively strong offensively strong
1: well we lo- we beat them only in overtime what so was, i think so they're I strong guess across what, the board where i'm
3: going with this is chan 14 on rosemount yeah That's a nice yeah. offensive day for the yep. uh, for the girls storm uh team
1: i think maybe rosemount maybe had a tough week maybe the ap tests were getting to them because later we'll find out that um they did indeed to be lose to BSM eight to seven. Wow. So we don't know maybe what like from a prior lake perspective. Sounds like a
3: tough week, just a tough schedule. Schedule.
1: Oh, for sure. Um, we don't know. Any given know. day. Um NFHS stream, dot 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 gross. Red versus white blobs on the field was the note um but yeah like I just they'd had a tough schedule and a tough week I don't know if anyone was like out hurt I don't know if anyone was sick or what but it seems like maybe Pirate Lake was playing worse than I thought that day that we beat them in overtime that I was like I thought they were good and a close game and I personally didn't think BSM was anything to be kind of running home about but they came to play you know and so did I mean, obviously, Chan. I wasn't worried, like obviously. No, they're good too. But it's like, wow, like really well, interesting I, to know the stories of those games. I
0: think Rhodes Mount, Right, it's a tough schedule. They're lo- they're not losing by ten to these teams.
1: Like right. Oh, right. Oh my gosh. Like have, over, I think uh, overtime. I think Bunnell right. was overtime.
0: So they've they've got a tough schedule. They're playing teams tight. They're right there. Yep. Come section time, they're going to be battle tested. I I, I don't necessarily want to be Prior Lake in sections going against Rosemount. It's, that's yeah, I it's don't. not an ideal situation. Um, so Rosemount, stick with it. You're right there.
1: Yes, it's, I agree. It's
0: just the regular season. Who cares?
1: Um, and then back to Saturday. That happened on Saturday. That happened Friday. Saturday, Stillwater beats EP 14 to 10.
0: So I saw some of this game. Uh, I rolled in for an 11 a.m. 11 game, oh, and there's yeah. a varsity lacrosse game going on. And I'm like, yeah. what,
1: time did what they do they, they get here at
0: 7? Yeah.
3: I hope Stillwater
0: had hotels Friday night. Prayer.
1: They, call like, the,
3: like, uh, they call it the eye-opener, I think. Yeah, You, yeah. you get a, an egg sandwich um, and uh, at a varsity lacrosse game. Yeah, geez. Eight bucks. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so I showed up there, middle of a game, and uh, Stillwater. I don't know if we've talked about this Stillwater pony lady team, lady ponies. Um, They're a team you can't mess around with.
1: They're always didn't, really good.
0: Didn't we talk about them like week A, week
3: 1?
1: Yeah, one, I think so. And we
0: said like their
3: goalie's like a superstar.
1: Yeah, because after we played Prior Lake, I was like, who the weren't heck is like, she?
3: Weren't you like, hey, team has to fix some things, but the goalie's
0: like...
1: "Yeah." Showing she was dialed. Up. Yeah, she's going D1. I don't remember where it would be. Liberty? Is she going to Liberty, I think?
0: I don't know. Oh, yeah. To our week podcast.
1: One. She was awesome.
0: Yeah. Okay. So they're 7-1. Their only losses to Prior Lake. They beat Okay, AP. yeah. I I said week one, they're a top 10 team. Are they in the top 10 yet? Anywhere? They're in the top eight. They're in the top eight? On they're Amazon? in my top eight. All yeah. Right.
1: No, Let well, go to, down the alley, PMAX source. The official PMAX source.
0: Top eight. Okay, so they're they're on on the on the hub, they're top ten. So good. Okay, okay yeah. so they're okay. seven and one. They're in the top ten on the hub, and I I think they're top eight down the alley.
1: How do you see the full top eight? Or are you just
0: top eight or top?
1: Sorry, top ten rankings there.
0: Uh, it there says there the top 10. Top, pretty, top, I, I, top ten. It's so a
1: pretty. I I couldn't find it. It's, it, on a it's pretty. S-
0: I, I don't know okay. how to explain yep, how I see it. the I top it. 10. I, got I it. click I got on it. the girls and it says okay, top 10. Updated. And then there's 10 teams listed from one to 10. I didn't
1: know that you have to go to rankings.
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah the, the, the okay, rank. Yes. Yep. 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 Precisely. Precisely it's
1: not updated, but that's okay. But yeah, they are, they're good. They're good.
0: Yeah. I, they've just kind of been
3: laying in the weeds. I feel like, and yeah. now, now you get a win against Eden Prairie, and you can't hide anymore.
0: Right.
3: Um. No, that's uh. Honestly, they should have more like nine a.m. lacrosse games on Saturdays. Okay, that's I like, would. Hey,
0: are, are you sure?
2: Maybe that's it a was great, a
1: prom situation. Like Maybe somebody. Time had a prom. for me
3: personally, that's a great time. I get woken up really early. Yeah, and so like, I, I could tell like, hey, like just get out and get a lacrosse game in early. Have the rest of your day. Um, and you can might like, catch be able to catch two games in a day. Um uh, the breakfast special I I'm I think I'm gonna have to run that by Farmington Athletics and see if we can start because yeah how many like we get a lot of fans I think like a lot of people that are like hey what what's going on at 9 a.m on a Saturday morning but would any
0: of the players show up
3: no it it would be really bad lacrosse it'd be bad lacrosse because yeah the players would be really angry (laughs) but the stands might be packed with like parents and other coaches that you know, have young families and they're, they're at nine o'clock's late for some people. Yeah. Um, And so like, the, and, and like to wait around until two for a game, like that's, that's crazy, but um, yeah, no, Stillwater um, probably the section four favorite. Would you think?
0: I'm all over them all over them. Katie, any uh, other girls games from the, from this last week?
1: That's the recap. I think there was some en- enough upsets in those, the, uh wait did I mention Edina no Rosemount
3: no nope. nope. no you no, you said okay. been building Rosemount
1: Dinah
3: how many games did Rosemount play this week
1: I know right what was that was that last week I think that, that,
0: was, was, last
3: week. Week.
1: that was last week that was last that was last week so, I'm so we're like, good I'm we're still, good still jarring got it all right, we're gonna
0: sh- we're gonna fire over to the boys here. Let's keep her moving, boys. Last week, Ted, I know you had a few on your radar.
3: Um, uh, so Monday was a light day for us, but I think Maple Grove seven, Armstrong five. Um, Maple Grove's kind of been in the mix. I think they were M and Lax Hub uh, top ten this last ranking, but then they Maple dropped. Grove was. Uh, it was either this past week or two weeks ago they were put in the top ten. Interesting. And then they lost big to Centennial, where JP was at that game. Yep. But then bounced back and had a couple wins. But Armstrong normally wouldn't even worry about that game. But Armstrong went and beat Egan a couple weeks ago. So you know, it was kind of the one game of the day that really stood out to me on a, on Monday, um, Tuesday. Edina, go ahead. Edina six. Minnetonka five, Um, you know, I, we kind of felt like how many lifelines can the cardiac kids on highway seven have, how many do they have? Cause they've been playing a lot of one goal games, a lot of overtime, a lot of, well, they kind of kept it close with that team and the Hornets who maybe are in a rebuild. Is that, is that the narrative? Is that the what's happening? Go in. Actually they hosted Tonka and beat him in overtime. And I'm like, okay, that it's very interesting. Very interesting score from Tuesday.
2: Yeah. Shout out Edina. As soon as I walked out of the Buffalo game Tuesday night, my DMS was a great video of the game winner. They were like, put it up on the Instagram Um, so shout out to them for getting us some content while we were not there. Um, speaking of Buffalo Tuesday night, I drove up there for the border battle between the Bison and the Knights. St. Michael Albertville senior um, night, senior night as well, 15 to 13, the Bison came out on top. I'm sure PMAC would say as expected. Um, but I think St. Michael is legitimately a team. We should all be kind of thinking about come section time because, on the flip side of what we were saying about Minnetonka, they're always on the the short end of these close games. They're in section eight.
1: They are.
2: they are. So
0: exactly. the only reason that we can even think about STMA, because Buffalo is not in their section anymore. I digress. Fair enough.
2: Fair enough. But I mean, they're right there. They're winning the games that they definitely should. And they're playing a pretty decent schedule. And I mean, the, like, at, there was a point in the Buffalo game where it seemed like it was going to be an eight-goal win for, for Buffalo, and it was over. But And I had say, predicted a 10-pointer. 10, yeah. 10 and it's I St. thought Michael, early, I thought I was right. I mean, the Knights, they came back, and they, at one point, I think they were within one, it was like 12-11 or something like that. I mean, they've got some good players. Um, you know, they, They've got a lot of heart, so keep an eye on them. But I do want to say, we, we talked about the Irondale coach. Um, favorite stadiums, I think, across the state. Buffalo, they've got a great stadium. There's no track on the field, so the the bleachers are right up on the sidelines. I like that. I was, like, uncomfortable almost a little bit because, like, it's the players that are going to run into me or I'm going to run into this metal wall behind me. Like, there was that little bit of space. Um, The fans were all out there. looks like it's brand new. The, The scoreboard's sweet. They showed out for senior night um so yeah it's it's a very cool stadium if you can ever go up there to watch a game highly recommend it um but yeah it was a cool game i love bison boulevard and i haven't even been there yet
3: it was great it was really nice um yeah that one was on my list too so good recap by jp i'm glad he gave us sort of an inside scoop from when he was there um, nothing on Wednesday, no, you know, no disrespect to the teams that played. It just everything looked kind of as is um, Thursday. I got to talk about my squad, um, Farmington, Shakopee. Um, you know, I think there was maybe some talk that we had no chance against Shakopee, uh, but I, I will, you know, tip of the cap to the Tigers. They came ready to play they gave it everything they had in the end, fell short in overtime. Very fun game back and forth. Uh, piece a great team. Um, they have some really, really good players. Um, and, you know, they're you know, good teams find a way to win. And um, maybe they didn't play their best against us, or maybe we knocked them off guard a little bit, uh, but they did find a way to win. But
2: overall, a great lacrosse game. Um, breaking news. Breaking news. If you are currently in the past, yesterday, today, whatever you want to call it, Delaware has upset number two Georgetown in the college across division one playoffs. Wow. Ten nine final score. Delaware scored really? with like 20 seconds left. I've shout I, out the blue hens. That's I would that's all, awesome.
3: Um, I was all locked in to watch that game before the podcast. And then Lightning um delayed that game and then, you know, deal with bedtimes and stuff. And I kind of had a feeling.
0: I think Delaware I was, planned that It maybe, maybe did, they did. Did they, did they plan the lightning to yeah. just throw off the whole I, vibe of the game
3: going into going into the NCA tournament? I was like, Oh, there won't be any first round upsets because Syracuse isn't in the, in the tournament. Cause they always get upset in the first round by some BS team. Right. Uh, but then I was like, Delaware, <laughs> I'm like, Delaware's kind of, kind of gritty and I'm like Georgetown didn't have the the toughest schedule this year and I was like that could maybe happen and then I was like nah probably not and so JP thank you for interesting interesting very interesting anyway um going on to Friday probably the biggest upset of the week Woodbury Royals eight Stillwater ponies seven On a, not an overtime game, but I think like a last second, maybe Woodbury scored with like 30 seconds left to take the lead. Stillwater had a chance and Woodbury defense
0: stood tall. Um, Will the real ponies. Yeah. Please stand up. Who are the ponies this year? Are they a wagon or are they fake news? Are they, who are the ponies? That's a great qu-
3: I think that is the question. That's the question is no I don't know. I mean they've they've had some nice wins. They've had some head scratching losses. Um it's funny, you know, anytime a team loses, the injury report comes out right away. Um you know, every team's dealing with injuries. The
0: discord has been full of injury reports. I mean, it's injury really reports really kind of weird
3: statements um you know it's regular season uh, you know i think i think stillwater is a good team i don't think they're a great team yet i think they're a good solid team that you know if they play the right way if they play how they want to play they're dangerous but they are susceptible just like anybody else um saturday a couple interesting scores uh first one Benild 15 Saint Thomas cadets three um not surprised Benilde won but I think the margin the dominance the dominant performance of Benilde in that game maybe caught, caught some of us off guard because sta was kind of coming along had some nice wins they got the talent uh and just a tough day for them so that was an interesting one I take
0: credit for this one uh I tweeted out. I expect this one to be close paraphrasing uh, on down the alley. I I, I would imagine important. coach Clem and horn probably just plastered that all over the locker room um, that morning before the game started. And uh, yeah, they use that as free motivation and sorry, but not really sorry. STA um, I'm not a private school guy. So I, I wish it was a tie,
2: but Whatever, at least a private school lost. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like, I think we have an undisputed best private school in the state after that game. Um, we'll give Benild that, I guess, right now. Um, I am surprised to see that score, but also not really. And that's not a knock on STA. I think that Benild really is who we've all thought they've been all year. Um, I think they are kind of on another war path almost to be, be in the right position at the end of the year. Um, I'm not saying they're going to win at all, but I don't think anyone's going to be surprised to see Benil be one of the contenders um, for that title. So.
3: And the last score of the week, notable, uh, White Bear Lake eight Minnetonka seven And I believe if you go back to our last episode, I called this upset for White Bear Lake.
0: Yeah, I think you did.
3: Unfortunately, Edina already shocked the world. So this doesn't look as great of a call as if they were rolling in undefeated and White Bear Lake took care of business. Uh, But nonetheless, a great win for White Bear Lake. Um, they have they have a couple nice wins on their schedule this year. They have some questionable game losses. Um, but some chatter in the Discord that they have some secret weapons, some superstar player. Um, that supposedly has been they haven't been using because they're going to save them for sections. Um, so. You know, and, he, not, and he, he got in a little bit more in these last couple games, and it's making a difference. But the injury report came out for Minnetonka after that started happening. So, do we really know what happened here? Um, is Minnetonka fake news? Is it injuries? Is it playing down to their competition? They're not a top eight team for me anymore, uh, unfortunately, after two losses. Um, They're probably in the top 12 to 15. Um, I think there's talent there, but parity this year, any, any, any given day.
0: I am officially now covering my short positions. Um, I shorted Minnetonka a week or two ago. I expected this to be a longer hold for me, Um, but this thing really just ripped quickly. Um, So I'm going to sell those shorts, lock in my profit now. Um, as they're clearly not gonna be in you know any rankings here now. Um, you know, do I expect Tonka to rip back up? I don't know. I'm not going long. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get out of this short. I don't I don't know how much lower that
2: this one could go. Well, do you know um, who they play next? <laughs> oh, come on. It's that's gotta be an obvious knows. answer.
3: I don't think he knows. I, oh, no, I don't know I don't know. I don't know. who do Are you think who who do, do you think, think if we're asking you Fanald? No, no. Your other favorite team. Oh, Buffalo.
0: (laughs) Scratch what I just
3: said.
2: Yeah.
0: Here's what I think. Hold on. I'm actually going to hold this one through the regular season because they got Buffalo and Prior Lake on the schedule still. So I'm going to let this one bleed. Thank you for bringing this up to me. I'm going to let this one bleed. And uh, yeah, I'm going to hold this short. I'm going to hold this short. Definitely through Thursday. Uh, but I might as well hold it through the prior late
2: game. Um, I have no idea what you mean when you say shorts or whatever. I, I'm not a stock guy. Um, Maybe should be, but whatever. That's beside the point. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to let the discord this week. Yeah, the, I'm not, the, not in the, it. The, teach yeah. You're yeah, not in the discord. That's fine. But I, I'm either way. I think <laughs> Minnetonka, I'm going to say it now. You're out of my top eight. I was high on the skippers. We were DMing they back and forth. They were my would... two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They were my two. We were going back and forth in the DMs. They were giving us some love. I was giving them some love in the DMs. We were posting some of their stuff. I'll say it again. The media guy does a great job. But I think this Buffalo game. That's why they were so high.
0: Because you and their media guy are playing tummy sticks.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All I'm going to say is this Buffalo game. If if you want to get high on JP's
0: list, just start sending them videos. Yeah,
2: absolutely. I put a post up the other night. If you got media that you want posted, we'll give you credit. Or if you want to shout out a guy, give us a DM, give us something cool. We'll post it. But I think this game against Buffalo, if they get washed by Buffalo, it's over. The season's over. I I mean... like, you think, they'll just, maybe, you think they'll just forfeit the rest of the they way should, what? They should. <laughs> I mean, no disrespect to Buffalo, but they – Why like, are you on. disrespecting the Bison Boulevard right now? I'm not. I'm not. I'm just you, saying. You're making you a – You can't – You can – You're, like, showing no respect to – You can't be – The wagon. We're this team. We're doing all this great media. We've got all this camera stuff, whatever, and then drop two games like that. And then when you've got a real test, a chance to bounce back, fail on that. So, Thursday night, they're going up to Buffalo – it's a test, right? That's, a, that's probably one of the best teams they've played all year. It's not a uh, test. It's, it's, a, it's a suicide mission. I mean, either way, it's, it's a defining moment in their ability to bounce back or not. You're out of my top eight. This is a big night. If you want any chance question get you, that respect back, you got to win that game.
0: When, yes. when Buffalo pounds Minnetonka on Thursday in Bison Boulevard with a rowdy crowd, they should get the brass there for this one. Yeah. Um, talk to the band, the band
2: guy. They get were practicing the... during the SDMA game, so they're there. They should come out to that game.
0: Let's go. Get the marching band if you got one. Get any musical instrument player there. Let's go. Get it rowdy. When, when Buffalo wins on Thursday, do they go to your, your two spot on your rankings since Tonka
2: was sitting in the two spot? We even think about that. We can think about that because they've been. I'm, I'm actually
3: yeah. gonna fade the public here. I you think th-
2: Minnetonka bounces back.
3: I I don't think they beat Buffalo. Um, I, I don't know if it'll be close or not. Um, but I will say this: I think Minnetonka is gonna win a section game in Section Two that they are not expected to win.
0: So that means they're getting to the section final. What if that's the
2: game no one expects them to win?
3: We'll see. I mean, we'll see after if, if they lose big to Buffalo and big to Prior Lake. And I don't know. They could maybe be a five or – but that's kind of where I was going is I could see them winning a semifinal game.
0: Interesting. I like it. You
3: know, I'm just saying – um I, you know, they're not, they're not the second best team in the state, but there's enough.
2: No, there. <laughs> no they're
3: not <laughs> there's enough pieces there. It's a proud program. Um, and I, th- I think they're actually probably better off not being yeah counted on, you know, I think being doubted. Um, so I, I do, I think they're going to win a section game this year, uh, a, a a section game that they're not favored
0: to win. Okay. Okay. On to this week, Girls, what do we have to look forward to this week? Tell me there's something good.
1: Uh, yeah. Um, do you want to go day by day or just this week's total? Pick a couple, or you want pick day a couple?
0: Yeah, pick a couple good ones. I
1: think Tuesday, Andover plays Robinson Armstrong. I like that. And Andover's only loss was to EP.
0: Andover's close. This would be a oh, huge win for huge. Andover.
1: Um, and then Robbinsdale plays Elk River. They're seven and two on Wednesdays. They have backpack games. That kind of sucks. Um, Chan EP is also on Wednesday.
0: Ooh.
1: Top two teams in section two. Um Thursday, Rosemount and Stillwater. Gosh, yeah, Rosemount. I'm taking
0: fine. Stillwater. I'm taking I, think I am too Stillwater. I know, I know Rosemount. It, it, it's easy for me to pick Stillwater right now, same. but I've been high on them early. Yeah. They're coming off a nice win against EP. Yep. Rosemount. I, I'm not trying to hate on them, but I think Stillwater deserves a little more love, a little more so. attention. They're seven and one. They're they're
1: like that's they're the in Wagon territory.
0: Can. They're in wagon territory.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. We'll take Stillwater on that. Down the alley. Heard it here first. We're picking Stillwater over Rose Mountain. Um, Also on Thursday. Why North is Suburban
0: bias? bias, too. You know, yeah. not. We're yeah, not. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I want yeah. a little credit. Make fans, haters. We picked we're a Northern stillwater. suburb team over um, a South Suburban
1: team. Yeah. Why is that a place you on Thursday also? So I think you Dina will win. Um by 10. You know what? We don't know at this point. E
0: Dinah by 10.
1: Okay, by 10. Um, Friday, Minnetonka and Chan. Um, <laughs> no stream at Chan. Um <laughs> the note is unfortunately at Chan, so likely no stream. Luckily at Chan, so we know Tonka announcers don't degrade girl slacks. Also true. <laughs> Oh, I love, God, I love the good inside joke jab. No, I mean, it's not that inside of a joke, but um, but yeah, and I'm going to take Chan on that one for sure. Even though Minnetonka works real hard year round to work on their stick skills. I'm still going to take Chan on that. Um, and then Saturday EP and Prior Lake. And I'm going to take uh, Prior Lake used to be big rivals couple years ago, I was worried about it this year. I'm not so worried about it, but Hey, you know what? You still got to play a game. You still got to play.
0: This is going to be a big one for EP. Um, yeah, you know, EP always, sliding yeah. a little bit. I I think prior Lake is going to get everything EP's got. Yep. In this one.
1: Um, another note, Moorhead Lakeville North on Saturday. I don't know where the game, I mean, look where the game is. That's just noted on here. Like we just love to see it.
0: Moorhead is going to win
1: yeah, I mean, going to win
0: this one. No, they are. They are. I guarantee I it. That's, going that's my they bet of the, the week at
1: Lakeville North. So hey, Morehead, you're week. coming down. Uh, you're coming down to Lakeville North. Hit, hit up the mall, America, stay overnight, go to the water park. Um, that's so fun.
0: Lady spud wagon will beat Lakeville North. That's the bet of the week PMAC guarantee.
1: Okay.
3: When you're yeah. on your way out, hit up uh taco. Chan. Yeah. Um when you leave Lakeville North on your way back up to
1: um,
3: 35. Um, yeah, no, that's uh that's cool that's to see them down. They've come down a couple times, I think, for games. Is that it for the girls?
1: Yeah, that's all we got.
0: I love it, love it. Get a couple
3: another, great bats. Hey,
1: but you know what? Another big week, week of games, like we're in still crunch time here, everyone. You know, yeah.
0: so question will Armstrong make it out of this week undefeated? Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: I think they will.
0: Okay, all that's right. all I've got. That's my only I question.
1: I think they'll beat um, but I think it'll be close. Maybe overtime. What do they play? I think Andover on mm-hmm. Tuesday. I do not
3: think Armstrong will come out undefeated. Ooh.
0: Yeah, I'm taking Andover. Okay. Will okay. Tonka push it to overtime with Chan? No. 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 Chan. I think 3. I think they do. I think they do. I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna. Push the cards Can in
1: a little comfortable. their
0: own announcers.
1: Yeah, they have them.
0: all the motivation in the world.
1: Yeah, this Tanka. is JP's theory. JP's theory is going to come to fruition here with just coming out for blood this week. Just, I'm
0: cheering. Yeah. I'm cheering for Tonka this week. Yeah, uh, we
3: I'm there will with you. see a BTB or through the legs goal in that game.
1: Yeah,
0: yes. yeah, yes. yes. <laughs> Please,
3: but
1: they don't have but a stream. They don't have a stream, night. so you'll have to be there witness <laughs> yeah. it. Not Some, nah,
0: Somebody <laughs> will film it. I'm sure they'll still film it. And send it to JP, and we will pump that content. Yes, for sure. I will not
3: be at that game, so I would love to see a stream or film. Um, It's going to be the best game of the year.
0: Maybe JP, maybe get to that game.
2: Yeah, we can make make that make that happen. Okay, just just a
1: thought. Girls' stick skills.
2: Yeah, I think JP JP two girls' games this week. Yeah, as long as people can catch and throw, I'll be there.
1: Yeah, <laughs> if they can, so that's going to be really surprising to, yeah. to see.
0: Awesome, uh, and and I'll move on from this. Uh, over to
3: all the all boy- JP has
1: to say is anything not degrading, and it's going to be a great. It's going to be great content.
0: Yeah, he doesn't say, anything <laughs> anyways. Yeah, yeah. I'm more worried about myself saying something stupid right now and 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 getting canceled. So, yeah. Over to Ted. JP, if you have any notes too, what uh, what what games are we taking a peek at this week?
3: So we got a couple first on Monday, not a game that has a lot of like state implications, but an interesting game. Maple Grove Rogers. I like it. Rogers has kind of had a decent season. Yep. I, I don't they haven't had any like astronomical wins, but you know they they look like to be like a solid team that's a little bit better this year than they have been in years past. Maple Grove, aside from that drop against Centennial, you know they've kind of taken care of business. Um, they look to be improving every game, so I uh, I think this will be a good game. Actually, um, I'd be interested to to know if there's a stream of this game. Um, I I, I don't even know. I'm not going to give a prediction, but I think this is one to watch on Monday, um, Tuesday night we have Irondale and Cretan uh, finishing a game that was stormed out last Wednesday for like the tornadoes and all that kind of stuff that came through. So the game will start like mid second quarter with Irondale up to nothing or something like that, which is weird. And so I don't know. I I think Irondale will probably, I think they'll win this game, but it's it's just one of those weird like situations that you don't have happen very often in your career. Uh, coaches players just like
2: yeah when have you ever had like, to start a game down so, you know
3: yeah like so, so like you've only played like 10 percent of the game and then like it got rained out but it wasn't like past the halftime so they like can't count it as a game so you have to like go back in time and start it over but like it, so just more so like that's why this is a game of note it's just kind of the weird circumstance also on tuesday hill murray and mata Midai. Two teams that have like had some nice wins, some weird losses. Um, both section four, so this could be like a preview of a potential section matchup. Um, so an interesting game there with some implications. Um, Wednesday we have White Bear Lake and Stillwater. So you got White Bear with the secret weapon. Yep. Coming in after a nice win. Against Stillwater, with maybe they better be hungry. That is like I don't know. I think a lot of people expected them to beat Woodbury. No disrespect to Woodbury. I think they're a good team. Um, so that's an interesting game. Like two teams that are kind of trending in the opposite directions right now. Um, also a Section Four matchup or Section Four implication. So again, seating maybe a potential preview of a Section Four matchup. Who are you uh, taking?
0: Hmm.
3: I'm going to take Stillwater. I okay. I fool me once shame on me, fool me twice or fool me once shame <laughs> on you, fool me twice shame. I don't even know. Something. I I was I was really I really thought Stillwater was going to handle their business <laughs> against Woodbury. Uh and I was like, "Oh yeah, they're you know, unless Woodbury can win some face-offs, they they're, they're going to dominate, you know, Stillwater's yeah. going to dominate." And it, that was not the case. Although it was like five to one after the first quarter, Stillwater or four to one. So I was like, oh, yeah, here we go. And Woodbury just clawed back. So I'm going to take Stillwater. Okay. I think it's going to be closer than maybe I would have originally thought. Okay.
2: okay. I got a game for Tuesday night. Um, PMAC, you may have some thoughts on this. Power Lake at Egan. Um, Egan's one of those teams that they've dropped games that we all would have thought they should have won. Um, and they've won some games that. You know, we thought well, it was going to be a closer margin. Um, I think you know, Prior Lake, big week last week. It, we could get one of two things here. I think we could see Prior Lake blow Egan out, or we could see Prior Lake, you know, still kind of stumbling out of last week. A lot of big games. Um, and, you know, maybe the Wildcats keep it close. But I like Egan in this one. Not going to lie, it's at home, um, and I think Egan I is kind of. You know, they're they're trending in a direction that I hope leads to some success for them. I like that program, um, but I don't know. I think that's one to keep an eye on, maybe. Sorry, PMAC, but it could be an interesting game on Tuesday night. One, one to, you know, be aware of early in the week. Um, Egan,
0: Egan's a tough place to play. They're a tough team to scout, to play against, to um, match up against, uh, I don't expect it to be a blowout, at least in prior lakes favor. Um, sometimes you can get sucked into their game and try to then play their game and it's a blowout the other way. Um, so I expect it to be a tough game, uh, a battle. And, um, when you're playing Egan, especially at Egan, any, anything can happen.
2: Anything can happen. I like it. That's an honest review of what's to come. Um, I was looking through some games. So I don't know if we touched on it. Lakeville North Chan Hassan Thursday night. North going out to Chan. Um, you know, North had a, a tough first half of the year, dropped some games. I think we would have, you know, expected them to win. Chan Hassan, pretty hot right now. Um, a, a team that we all I think are high on and have a lot of expectations for. But I think this is a key matchup. I believe they played each other in uh, playoffs last year for the state championship or for the state tournament, um, but definitely some some bad blood between those two teams. Some talented guys on both benches. Um, I expect that one to be an exciting game. I think I'm I'm gonna pick Chan at the end of the day on that. But another one that I think could have some decent implications depending on which way it goes and how it how it ends up um, Thursday night as well. Going to talk about the Lakers again playing Shakopee. Another big matchup. Um, Shakopee played a very close game with Ted's Tigers Saturday, I believe it was. Um, Thursday. Thursday. Days are all a mix at this point. Um, But, yeah, another game that I think can have some long-term implications for how these teams are going to do later on in the year. Prior Lake going to Shakopee. Um, So a a big road contest for the Lakers this week. Um, It's actually at Prior Lake. And it's also
1: mental health awareness night. And there was t-shirts sold. So there's gonna be some that raise money for mental health awareness. Since it's I think it's mental health awareness month.
2: Yeah, I think you're right. Very Um, cool. So yeah, if you're in the area, that's like a cause.
1: That's a cause we all should get behind. And I think that's it's cool that they're again lax is making making change.
2: Yeah, the lacrosse community.
1: Also, that night. So it's gonna be kind of like a united fan section with the shirts that were sold.
2: Very cool. Yeah. So if you're in the area, go support the cause the lacrosse community loves helping each other out, um, especially with important things like mental health. So if you can support with time and money, awesome. You're going to see a great game on top of it. So might as well go see it on the boys and girls side as well. Um, and then Saturday to kind of close it out when we've been talking about since the preseason, BSM is going out to Centennial to play and it's going to be I think it's going to be a big. This is a big game for Centennial. I, I mean, they've they dropped a, a a shocker to start the year. They've been rolling since. They've been going in the right direction. They had a close one this week, I believe. And I I I don't know. I I could see BSM rolling in, taking care of business, getting out of there with an easy dub. But Centennial, I watched them play Maple Grove. They've got some guys on that team that can can really ball. So I. I fully expect Coach Beach to give Coach Horn a, a good run for his money. Um, two great coaches, two guys that love the, the podcast, so shout out to those guys. But um, definitely a, a great lacrosse matchup. If you're free in the northern side of the state, go check that out um, because I think those are two teams that obviously been niled. But Centennial is going to be in the conversation later in the year, I think, almost guaranteed. So it be interesting to see how they do with probably the toughest matchup they've had definitely this year, um, if not in the last couple of years. So.
0: Ted, anything else on the boys' side that you're seeing? Um, Yeah, I got one on Wednesday
3: that I thought was interesting. St. Thomas Academy versus Hastings.
0: Mm. Uh,
3: I think St. Thomas is going to win.
0: But, I don't know if I do.
3: But, but coming off of of like a really hard game against Benilde, like Hastings is not really that the type of team you want to play just kind of a ever chip on your chip on their shoulder, nothing to lose, like come in, play hard. Like, you know, not that other teams don't play hard, but just uh, that it's kind of a tough, that's a tough turnaround. So like something to watch, I I think it might be closer than people think. Um, so, and, and that, that is a section three, um, implications again so this mm-hmm. could impact seating depending on how that game goes so i thought that was interesting as well
2: as we're getting later in the year here that's a game of like two polar opposite teams yeah. i think at least on paper like that's got some like notre dame versus the u vibes from back in the 80s 90s or whenever that was football but that's one to definitely watch i think hastings and years past has definitely done a good job of getting under the cadets skin um I mean, everyone's going to be a little bit chippy that night. So maybe, maybe some, some big hits, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I like that take on that could be one to watch.
3: Yeah. Um, one, uh, I don't, I, one last thing I want to get out here before we wrap up or before we move, you know, move on um, the fundraiser for Sam Littman is closed. couple more people coach Eric Burtness at Irondale. Thank you. John Dilstra. Um, Scott Offerman out of nowhere, Scott Offerman. uh, Um, great to see your name there. Thank you. Lily Ute. Uh, thank you. Kyle, not another name, uh, coming out of nowhere. Uh, thank you. Uh, we sold 25 shirts, uh, and with the sales profit from the fundraiser plus additional donations, we raised $517 and 84 cents. Uh, for Sam and his family. So uh, again, thank you so much for sharing it, buying a shirt, adding a donation. Um, It means a lot to me. It means a lot to Sam and his family. Um, And it feels good to know that uh, our podcast could do something, you know, do something good for somebody else, um, you know, because you guys all take the time to listen to us ramble on about high school across every week. So uh, thank you very much.
0: Uh, I think that's all she wrote for this podcast uh, for this week. A bunch of exciting games, uh, tons of back and forth upsets. It seems like every single week. Can't wait to see, you know, what curveball, you know, might happen this week that, you know, wasn't on our radar. So thanks for tuning in and we will be back next week.